Hariom, and welcome to Thinking is Free, proudly brought to you by Chinmay Mission New Zealand. Hariom Mishanji. Hariom Akash. So today we're going to continue with our six inner requirements for success. For success. Yeah, yeah we're going we're gonna to finish off the last two, uh, would you say, criteria or the, the requirements. Yes. It's been about a four-week break since we recorded mm. this. <laughs> do you remember the first four, Akash? I do. <laughs> so, <clears throat> first, in, in, in part one, we talked about um, requiring shama and dhamma, so yep. control over the, the mind and the senses. Yes. Um, I think the references we made to were... Um, the idea of going to the the gym. Um, trying to think. Also, uh, if we sit, yeah. So if we, we were on this journey to lose or maintain a certain a weight goal, um, and we were gonna, you know, we had this chocolate cake, and we knew we're trying to achieve this goal, but this cake looks so good to us, then you know what. How do we how do we ensure that we're not going to get distracted by what's out there in front of us? Yeah. Um, and so having the control over the over ourselves and our senses and making sure you know maybe a little taste is okay. Um, yep. Also, if we're set to we set time aside to do a certain task, you know, and then all of a sudden someone rings us up and goes, "Oh, come come and meet me here. We're going to go out and party," but you know, you've already set this time aside to achieve this this goal. Then having that the, the control over our, our senses and and mind to not let a, let ourselves be led astray. Yep. And then we also talked about um, uparama and shraddha. So having control over our actions. Yes. So again, if we've set a goal, and we said tomorrow I'm waking up at five o'clock to go out and run, and next morning comes and the alarm rings and it's super cold, but you know, you've said you're going to get up and do it. Then you got to get up and yep. do it. Yeah. And I, I think in, in that case with Uparama, it's also not just waking up at five, but going to bed at 10. So mm. you can wake up at five. That's right. That's the a roll on effect. It, it extends yeah. a lot further before and after yep. the action itself. Preparing, putting the, the, yeah. the work in preparing yourself. Yep to be able to achieve that goal. Yeah, that that's control over action, right? Mm, so everything yeah. that leads me up to it needs to be in check. Yeah. I, I feel like I've, I've had that sometimes, you know, where it'll be like 12 o'clock or one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, yeah, I'm still going to get up at five and... It's not going to happen. It's ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so much the body needs rest and the mind needs time to relax and, you know, unwind. And it's often, you know, you think you're doing something good, but in hindsight, it's actually yeah, not helping. And then we finished off the last one with uh, Shraddha, having faith. Faith, yes. Faith, faith in the goal, and uh, the guru, and the instructions that have been given to us, and yeah. the scriptures, and that knowing that if we follow these steps, um, I remember mentioning uh, the quote that success leaves clues so yeah. people who have already or are on the path have figured out the way to get to where you want to go to yeah 
they're giving you instructions based on their mistakes, their learnings. And so to learn off those and have faith in what they've given us. Yep. And I think faith in ourselves as well. Let's mm. not forget that, that someone's done it, but yes, I can do it as well. Because I feel like a lot of doubt can. Yeah. Self-doubt is in. probably one of the biggest impedances that we have in our goals mm -hmm. to re achieve our goals. So we're moving on to the last two today, Tetiksha uh, and Samadhanam. So, okay. Titiksha. Yep. What What is it? Titiksha, there's no single English word that translates Titiksha. Mm -hmm. It actually means the ability to put up or bear the pinpricks of life, whatever mm -hmm. life throws at us, which is unasked for and it comes to us. And those distractions which come to us or adverse situations which come to us, to not get lost in them and to hold on to the goal, to mm -hmm. remember that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So sort of like having grit. Yes, mm -hmm. forbearance. Yeah. Right. Um, to not lose sight of the goal. Um, in and amongst everything that is thrown to us on a mm. daily basis. Like, what would you... Like, for example, you know, um, and this happens quite often, people make statements that this year I'm going to go to gym every single day of the week mm. or I'm going to start coming classes regularly. Mm -hmm. And all it takes is a few things here and there and we get sidetracked and we lose sight of our goal. Mm. We don't achieve whatever we've set ourselves to because it may be something that is unasked for. It's coming to me mm. and it, it pulls me away so far from where I would like to be. Because we've deemed that, oh, this is urgent, this is important. Yeah, because that's what I was just going to say. Is that just an unrealistic goal then? Have we not set the right goal? We often saying, give up yeah. thinking that is an unrealistic goal. But if the goal is set with conviction, with thinking, mm -hmm. life still happens to all of us and we still um, get distracted by it. Mm -hmm. And to not allow that to happen is called tatiksha. Right. How do you, how do you build that resilience? I think it, it starts with very small acts mm -hmm. where you do not allow yourself to be distracted once you set yourself to a particular task. Yep. So if I've, I've sat down to do my work <clears throat> Well, what's, what's something that you do in your day-to-day? -day? Um, I'll give you an example. When we start with the practice of meditation, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and you want to develop this ability to sit down for a certain period of time. The moment you sit down and you close your eyes and you the mind starts calming down, your body demands 
It's uncomfortable. Can you please oh, scratch yeah. my back? <laughs> right? Yeah. Or my knees are hurting. Yeah. Or there's my a, back can't hold it. Yeah. <laughs> my back, my whole back can't hold my head up. <laughs> you know. Or it's like, too hot. Or yeah. it's too cold. Yeah. What's that noise? All of this mm. is one is coming from within. The other one, yes, it is cold. Mm. But what is more important right now is to develop my ability to sit for prolonged periods of time. Meditation is my goal. Let me not get distracted by how hot or cold it is. Mm. It's just 10 minutes. Yeah. Why is there such sudden urge to switch on the heat pump or the mm. air conditioning unit now? Tell your because, mind. Because I'll be more comfortable later. and then I can do it. Exactly. You know? That's what our mind does. And once I, attend, I yeah. attend to this, then I will come back. Yeah. There's no need for it. The actual training is in just The actual training up is with leave things as they are and right. tend to what is at hand. Mm. The mind will throw up all these reasonings why other things should be done first, but to not get distracted by them to maintain our sights on the goal is what is most important. So it's almost having, yeah, just, it requires clarity. Yeah. I was going to say like the adversities are out there and they're coming to us, but actually the adversity feels like it's in the mind. Yes, it is in the mind. You know, like everything's happening outside and that's just there, but the actual battle is just one in the mind. In the mind. Yeah. Mm. Because the moment we say there's something outside to be changed. Yeah. We've given up the power. Mm. We've said outside situation is responsible for how I'm feeling. And the outside situation must change. Yeah. Titiksha is taking back that control and saying, no, I'm going to stay focused on what I need to do the external circumstances do not really matter. And that's the ugly truth. But mm, it's, truth, it's hard. It, it, it's harsh. It's really harsh. External situations really do not matter. Because if they did, then no one would be able to achieve the goal under those circumstances, which is not true. You know, um, there are people who will use hardships in life as a reason not to sit as a reason for failure. Then just uh, what is it, what do you mean by that? As in some people will resign to the fact that they weren't privileged enough and therefore they are not successful. Mm. That they did not have the resources and therefore they are not successful or they were born into poverty and therefore they are not successful. Mm. These are all limiting beliefs we've bought into these ideas because if it were true, no poor man would ever be successful. Mm. No person born into hardship would ever be successful, which is not true. Yeah. Those people succeeded despite all the external circumstances, whether it's physical hardship, physical inabilities as well sometimes, mm -hmm. yep. poverty, challenges, everything. And yet they made something of it. How? They persevered and they did not let those notions or external situations limit them or distract them from what they had set their mind to. Mm. 
I was just recently, I've, I've been to a talk by um, this man who his whole life wanted to be, to be a professional wakeboarder. Mm. Went and traveled what the world. What is wakeboarding? Wakeboarding's <laughs> when... So I'm out of touch <laughs> with all the new things that are happening. Imagine it's like a snowboard. Yeah. But on the water. Okay. And you're, tight, you're, you're holding onto a rope that's being pulled by a jet ski. So it's a bit like water skiing. Water skiing. Okay. Yeah, but on a, on a, like a snowboard. Okay. Um, and so he wanted to become a professional wakeboarder and get sponsorship and everything, get the big deals, all that sort of stuff. Um, and then he was out over in the U S and he was filming a documentary. This is for his documentary. And there's this one jump that he did that was kind of like the first in the world. Yep. And he had only done that once. And they're like, we want you to redo it for the documentary. Yeah. And he said, you know, you can, when you're going into a trick, you kind of know if you've, if you've, um, if you're going to land it or not. And at certain points in the trick, yeah. you know how to fall out and save yourself if something's going to go wrong. Yeah. He went into the, the trick and he was like, oh, something's like not right, but I'll keep going. Keep going through the trick. And again, there was another point. And at that point, he's like, no, no, I'm going to keep going. And then what ended up happening is he ended up falling wrong. Yeah. And landing wrong where he landed on his neck. Yeah. And he's, he broke parts of his vertebrae. Oh, no. And so he, now he's, he has no function in his body below his neck. And what he was talking about in his story was he went through this whole part of life where he had to question his whole existence mm. because now someone has to look after him. Um, he needs constant care. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he, his life changed from searching for sponsorship, money. Have li- he was like a model on surf magazines or had girls around him, everything, you know, and all of a sudden everything's gone and all he's left is with his thoughts in his mind. Yeah. And he's questioning his reason for existence. What am I doing here? Yep. And what is he doing now? And so he's gone through a massive journey of self-acceptance, self-love, and really questioning and realizing what's important to him in life and what his reason for being is. Mm. And now he goes around speaking about the real purpose of life is actually self-acceptance, love, and knowing that things in the outside world are not, they're only limited. Yeah. You know, and that true happiness, true, true happiness, true self-acceptance comes from within. Yep. yep. But what I was trying to do is bring it back to this I, massive I adversity quite, that he's faced. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, and that he hasn't let that limit where he was in a position where he was able to move around in the world, even still, now that he can't move, he's still in a, he's in a wheelchair. He's, they're just redoing their house and making it more accessible for him, you know, and he was at a point where he was questioning his existence and the reason for being and, and that being a massive toll on people. Yeah. You know, but he's had the grit to move past that and the forbearance to, you know, say, well, actually it's still a, a massive, uh, um, 
a massive gift to still be here and what can I still do with the tools that I have available to me? Absolutely. And so that goal of, you know, wanting to make a difference or finding a reason to mm. live despite all external circumstances. And, you know, this example is perfect because it's probably the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Most of us don't come anywhere close no. to it. And we get distracted by so many other things saying that, okay, when this is there, then I'll do it. Yep. Or I need to do this first and this first and this first. No, I just need to not get distracted or not let anything external hamper my progress. Really puts, that that for me really put things into perspective, yeah. you know, about time, you know, the length of yeah. time that we have and the ability that we've got. Yeah. And a lot of stuff that we take for granted when, come on, just get done what you need to get done. And Yeah. So, so I think it comes with that clarity that this is what I want to achieve in life. Mm-hmm. And once that's there, you don't let any external situations either bog you down or distract you from it. Some things need to be tended, do it, but don't get lost and caught up in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We often get caught up in it and completely forget we attach what... to the idea of that. That's happening, you know, Yeah. to, to us. Yeah. So that's the Diksha. Cool. Moving on. um, uh, Is it? Samadhanam. Samadhanam. And that's um, single pointedness Mm -hmm. of mind. Yep. And they said once you have the first five, the sixth one is just natural. Um, Yeah, I was going to say it kind of relates or feels like it's almost a branch off Diksha. Well, do you want to explain what it is, and yes, then we can? Yes. Yeah. So this single pointedness is when I have set an objective for myself. Yep. To be living for it constantly is samadhanam. That this is all I want, and as mm-hmm. a result of it, titiksha can also come about. It can improve. All these six, they are kind of interrelated. And they all help each other. And the wonderful part is each one of us, no matter who we are, will be gifted in one of these six. We either have a greater amount of Shaddha or Titiksha or Shama or Dhamma or Uparama mm-hmm. or Samadhana. Once we start harnessing or working on that one which we've been gifted with, the other five will also start to increase in our lives. So to a degree, they are interrelated. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the beautiful beautiful part that most of the time we'll ask, oh, six different things, I don't know where to start. Yeah. Start with what you're naturally good at right. and the other five will follow. I don't need to worry about it. But coming back to Samadhanam, mm-hmm. that absolute single pointedness in life that this is the objective and no matter what happens, I'm going to attain it. Something that, you're going to champion or... Well, or is it the, 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 the goal that you want goal. to reach? Right, okay. Right? Um, yep. Championing it, championing a course can be a goal as well. Mm-hmm. But whatever you set your mind to, mm. to be living a life in sync with that, in line with that, wholeheartedly working for that is Samadhanam. And once that's there, who can really stop us from achieving what we want? Mm. That's a, in a way, it is the culmination of the other five. Yeah. 
but you can also take it as that single pointedness where the mind is so clear that this is what I want and this is what I'll be working for and I'm actually able to execute it, not just want it. So what is it for you? For me, I guess it is gaining the highest knowledge mm-hmm. and in the process being able to offer myself to the vision of Gurudev to be able to do what he wanted us to do. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what resonates with me and that's what is the goal for me and to be able to do that constantly would be samadhanam. It, it can be, I want to become a doctor. It doesn't have to be something really grand mm. um, or I want to start a new business. Mm-hmm. I'd like, I, want, I would like to finish this degree with honors or ma- first mm. class honors or first class masters, whatever it may be. I would like to help my family be mortgage free, <laughs> mm. you know, debt free. Whatever you put your mind to, just to be dedicated to it is samadhanam. Right. Not wavering. Yeah, not wavering from your goal. I know we just said that they're interrelated, but yeah, I I can I can see how it is interrelated, you know, and not have not wavering requires titiksha. Yeah. Not to not get distracted. And then also the, the faith. It requires the faith that this is the right thing for me and this is the right path and this is the right way to attain it. Control of the actions. Uparama is required so that I make the right choices in activity. Yeah. Control over senses. senses. And control over mind. Mm. They're all inter- interlinked. Yeah. But once these six are there, no matter what field we strive for or strive in, success is guaranteed. How do we pick up how do we pick up on what what hints are there that can tell us how this comes naturally to us? So there's a couple of ways of doing it. <clears throat> One is introspecting, mm-hmm. right? Reflect about what is it that you're good at? What has helped you achieve what you have achieved so far? Something that is natural to us expresses itself constantly. Mm. And sometimes we may not see it for ourselves. We can always ask our close friends or family members or our mentors as to what do you think is my strength? Mm-hmm. And you'd be surprised as to what other people notice in you. Might not be what we want to hear. <laughs> or what it we is. were aware of. Yeah. Right? yeah. Or often we <coughs> seek something which is already in us. Mm-hmm. And we just don't realize it. Mm. So this is the journey of introspection and reflection is to just recognize what we are blessed with already. And once we pick up on, okay, this is my forte. This is what I'm good at. This is what comes to me naturally. I just need to do more and more of it. And the other five will follow. Mm. I'm just trying to think of if we've missed anything on Samadhanam. It seems pretty. It seems pretty straightforward. 
It is. It is. And I, and I think it's only because we've spent time understanding the five, the other five, you know, and that, yeah, it almost seems too easy. It requires the first five though. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. So if you don't have control over mind, you're not going to be single pointed. If your senses lead you astray and take you out into, uh, divest your energies, you're not going to be single pointed. If your actions are not in line with your goal, you're not going to be single pointed. If the faith starts to lack, you might be doing it, but you won't do it wholeheartedly. Mm -hmm. And then there's always the absence of Tatiksha where you're single pointed, you have control over your senses, you have control over your actions, you have faith, but circumstances come and you get distracted by them. Again, you're not single pointed. So does that, come, does that come after? Or do you need it first? There is no first and after. Right. Um, one can help the other. So as I said, we can start with any one and the other five can follow in us. So don't try and do it sequentially. Mm. We think linearly all the time. Yeah. We need to break that habit of that thought pattern of thinking linearly. Mm -hmm. it, it need not be linear. It's almost like these are our infinity stones <laughs> yeah you know yeah it, it it will allow you to succeed in whichever field you try and apply yourself in and the key is or to understand it at a slightly subtler level for every action of ours or every pursuit of ours the one thing that is needed is our mind Mm -hmm. If the mind is not available, I cannot do anything whatsoever. Would you agree? A hundred, hundred percent. Yeah. Without the mind, there is no talking. Without the mind, there is no listening. Without the mind, there is no activity whatsoever. And these six qualities are actually working on the mind directly. Mm. Yeah. And if your mind is powerful, it's equipped with these inner qualities you're sorted. Mm -hmm. It's not so much about your physical abilities. It's about your mental abilities, your mental capacity. Yeah. And that is what will help us succeed. Not necessarily our physical traits. Which I was just going to bring back to striving for success. You know, when you see these successful leaders, often they have this one one overarching goal they they know where they're heading you know they've got the single pointed focus of i'm heading there and then what we often think about imagine these people who are heading these massive corporations you know they must be dealing with a lot of money a lot of risk we consider this as a lot of stress you know but when the mind is when you've got that control of over the mind then you can deal with yeah. You make yourself available to be able to deal with all these things. Yeah. Because you've almost got your ducks in a row. Yep. You know, you're not... If... Yeah. It, it, it makes sense to me when I when I look at it on, on, that, on that scale. Yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, people who head up organizations, they need to be constantly attuned with that goal that they are striving for. Mm. Right? Um, and that will only happen when the other five are there. 
and that's what allows them to be them and not us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can be them as well. We're not saying yeah. we are different and we can't get there. But the difference between us and them is they're able to have that clarity constantly, whereas we are all over the place. It's it's a mental capacity. It's nothing to do with our physical abilities. And each one of us can get there. And we can scale it down as well because we're not saying that everyone has to head up a massive corporation. But even if someone who's in uh, school and wants to top the class. Yeah. You know, you just have to, you know what I've found is what I've learned is you just have to put in 1% more, you know, yeah. than everyone, everyone else. else. <laughs> because everyone else is, you know, and yeah. so if the 1% more are these six and in requirements, yeah. then no doubt you're going to... It'll be a lot more than 1%. Of course. <laughs> in, the, in the grand scheme, yes, you know, yes. it's, it's just like that one step more, which is the, the are these actions. Yep which actually contain a lot yeah. more work, but it's actually doing something a little bit different and you can still apply all these to all these um, the requirements to attaining yeah. whatever you want in any aspect of life. Yeah. Yeah. Even According something as simple as uh, getting your driver's license. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I don't think we need to scale it to such high feats of attaining success it's yeah. i think we can bring success down into just daily uh, fundamental things yeah you know even just being in touch with family you can still whatever you consider success with your to family, be you know? yeah whatever yeah. you consider success to be mm. success is our birthright according to spirituality mm. right? we are born to succeed it's just we do not give ourselves the right tools to succeed. Mm, we yeah. just need, they're all in us. We just need to work on them and sharpen them, basically. Was there anything more that you wanted to add there, Ishanji? No. I, I think, just think about what is your forte? Which of these six come to you naturally? Mm-hmm and work on that more, the other five will follow and just persevere and it will happen. It cannot not happen. Our rishis, when they give out these secrets, they're so holistic and so deep. I think at least I have that faith that if it comes from the rishis, it's unquestionable. Mm. I just need to learn to see it and be convinced of it myself. Very good. And what I just wanted to say as well is, um, I think what this also poses is a, a good chance to reflect on a goal, you know, and reflect on where we are in life. And, you know, we, we may see we may need a little bit of work and then using these requirements as a way to help us achieve yep. that goal. Thank you as always, Ishanji. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Thinking is Free, proudly brought to you by Chinmay Mission New Zealand. For more information on events, courses, several projects and study groups, please visit chinmaya.org.nz. Hariyom.